Let me just wipe the mic. Actually, really picking it up in the mic too. I wonder what that sounds like. It's gonna be weird. The, you know, a lot of people really hate eating sounds on the mic. I think people, people like, hate eating sounds in general. I know it drives my wife crazy. But it's worse on the mic because it's like right there. Yeah, that's true. It sounds like someone's eating in your ear. Ew. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. I don't know why some people hate it. Mm. But some people like really hate it. Yeah, like, totally. They'll like throw their headphones and. And cry and shit. <laughs> yeah. Alright, moving on to today's topic. We're talking about locations. Um, we shot in 14 locations for this movie? Something like that. Is that the total? I don't Man, we shot in a lot of locations. And we're just going to kind of go over them, how we got them, which I know a lot of people are always asking me, how do you get locations? Um, I might tell you how much we've spent on them. I don't know if people would like a saying, but <clears throat> we'll go over if they were expensive or not, uh, why we chose them, and how they turned out in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which one do you want to start with, Latif? Want to go chronologically? Um, like in the movie? Yeah. Sure. All right, so the first one would be Juliet's apartment, which is my house. Yeah. And we chose that because we shot party stories there. We knew we could make it feel different than party stories and make it feel more, I guess, girly and romantic. <laughs> uh, we knew we could shoot there because it's my house. Yeah. We knew we could, we'll have all of our stuff there because we were storing it, our lights and everything. We knew exactly where we could put lights. To, we weren't going to blow the breakers, stuff like that. And we knew we would have a lot of prep time at yeah. that location. And pretty, that, that, yeah, yeah and, and we didn't really do... We used the location, but only parts of it. Like, we used shot in the living room. Mm. And then we and shot in the bedroom. bedroom. And then we shot in little the backyard. A little bit in the washroom, too. And Yeah, a little in the washroom, yeah. and then a little in the backyard. Yeah. And, but we used that one location as four locations. Did we? Yeah, because we used it as a house. We yeah. used it as a party. Yep. And then we used it as... Oh, no, three. We used it as the fireworks place. Yeah, yeah. That's just a clo- uh, tice, tight close-up on grass, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That's good. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we ended up... And, and the alley, too. We ended up using it yeah. for a bunch of scenes mm-hmm. that take place over different times in the movie, but it's very difficult to and tell. They all look different, too. Like, the inside of my house, you can tell, is my house slash Juliet's house. The back where we threw a party we just didn't face the house and it looked like just someone's backyard yeah we never established in the movie that there was a backyard to Juliet's house so it kind of worked there too um the alley behind my house worked as an alley because it looked did not look similar at all and then yeah the tight close up on the grass looked yeah. like grass because it was grass true true <laughs> Um, any other thing you can think to add about my place? No, we we did, we did have that scene where he breaks the key. Yeah, in the back. We'll talk a little bit about that in the division of it. So basically, at the back door, there's a scene um, facing the house, and then we turn away from it to my backyard, and that doubles that as another location. Mm-hmm. In pre-production, we talked, like, can we pull this off? Yeah. And in your eyes, why were we able to pull that off? Well, we they this actual setup of the locations 
were substantially different. Like yeah. one of them just kind of looked like an empty backyard. Yeah. And we're pretty close to the house. So you can't really see what's on the other side of the camera. And then for the, the backyard concert thing, we put a stage up and we had all these lights and yeah. we filled it with people. A bunch of rigging. And we only faced away from the house. Yeah. And if we did face towards the house, it would be down at the faces yeah. and into the grass. Yeah, we had to avoid that a lot. So I think it was so busy and, and we colored it kind of different. Yeah. So it didn't look like the same space that it would be very difficult to put them together unless you knew that we did that. Yeah. Um, which is what uh, First Lady said. Oliver was like, I couldn't tell unless I was there. Did he say that Yeah, he was like, I, oh, I, awesome. I would have had no idea unless... But I do because I know. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I right. think, awesome. And yeah. then, moving on, the next location is a cartoon. And we created that by computer. <laughs> People are like, Whoa! Really? Um, yes, the car- this cartoon, and then there's the office, which was your old office. Yeah, like I, I had an old office that kind of could just work as any type of like creative space. So we had it as like the the home base for the main character's job. It's yeah. like where he does his video editing, which is the same place where I did my video editing. Um, <laughs> so it just kind of lined up nicely. But we did a I, quite quite a bit of design to make it look that way, you know. Yeah. We had the little Japanese divider up, and we kind of set up his desk to look like he used it, and mm-hmm. I think that all kind of helped with establishing his his space. But it was a weird-looking space, and it kind it of was, yeah. lent itself to... Had some personality. Yeah, I think so. Like, there, there was kind of beige walls, and yeah. we had these big bay windows on the side that yeah, was Yeah, I was going to say, tons of light. Yeah, good amount of light, and just the way we staged them, it, we got quite a bit out of that location. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And we shot there because we knew free. it would work. It was free. <laughs> yeah, it's my and office. Yeah, that's why we shot there. Yeah. And the next location is Trout Lake. Yeah, we shot at Trout Lake for the uh, scene at sunset, right? I had a bunch of them where he watches the cell phone video. Yeah. And then the sunset, the walkthrough. And the cell phone video. The park, yep. Um, We shot there because it was close to my house. Um, We had scouted it a lot. We knew what we could get away with there. It was very big, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge place. We also knew we were going to bring some gear, and we found places to hide it we knew we could get in and out pretty quickly without attracting a lot of attention and we yeah. wouldn't get shut down yeah the difficulties of the location is there are always people in the park yeah so sound yeah for sure and every time there are and usually there are like park rangers walking around yeah but luckily we had none of that yeah and we had to get in and out at risk of being shut down but we scouted it so much we talked about it so much we knew we could do it yeah very little gear coming into it yeah um but we kind of timed it for the time of day we were looking for i remember you and matt walked around the park numerous times talking about where Mm -hmm. where in the park we should shoot we went to a bunch of trees which we settled on one that kind of worked out perfectly um but we knew the sun was going to set in the direction facing the trees yeah. So we could shoot from behind the actors and get like a nice be beautiful. backlit scene. Yeah. And then we could use the sun to kind of sidelight them and shoot that. Mm-hmm. And we ended up getting all all we needed there yep. in the right amount of time. And I think that that just goes to planning. Like yep. knowing when the sunset is and knowing when you're where you're facing and knowing mm-hmm. if 
there's going to be like a huge party or something because sometimes it happens at our park yeah yeah remember all the fire spinners oh yeah that's cool too yeah that's super cool yeah. um so yeah we shot there because it was beautiful um it was free because we did gorilla uh and we knew we could pull it off because we'd scouted it so many times and we spent so much time there and we talked about it enough yeah, yeah. that was good and then the next location would be the character of Aldi's apartment, which was my wife's friend's apartment. Yeah. Um, which we were just talking about before we started recording this was probably the hardest, or one of the two hardest, to shoot in. Uh, all white walls, which kind of fit the character, because he, he was a bit more high-end, and it was a bit fancier of a place. Yeah, it was a kind of swanky-looking apartment. Yeah. Um, we shot there because my wife knew the person that rented it. She was awesome enough to let us use it for free. It could fit the character. We knew we there was a little backyard kind of area where we could stash all our gear and all our people if we needed. There was you know a washroom for hair and makeup, and mm. there was a stove for lunch and everything. And there's enough people, I mean, enough space for, like, a party scene, which was going to happen yeah. in the movie. Yeah, totally. So I think that was important, too. Yeah. Um, what else would you like to say about that and how why it ended up being somewhat difficult? Well, this space is not, like... It, it was a, it was a big space, but it was very long. Yeah. And at the end of the at the end of the place, because it's kind of like a loft, mm-hmm. at the end of the place, there's these big windows, and that's kind of where you have to light from yep. um, for any day scene but the issue with that is we we had one HMI mm-hmm. but we couldn't like put it too far out because there's like a little balcony in the back where you can where we could put lights up but that's as far as we could go yeah that's the only private space so it was like trying to get the light as far back as possible to mm-hmm. look natural which was very tough and then to get the actors and everything in position where you could kind of light them without it looking too too blown out and then difficulty is at nighttime you've got to shoot because you can only shoot one way during the daytime that's kind of kind of facing the windows yeah and at nighttime there are already like chandeliers in there mm-hmm. um so which we can't take out yeah so you have to like light around those and you don't want to use the light from the apartment because they always look bad yeah um so it was very tight so getting the lights up were like they're just always on the edge of frame yeah um but that being said we managed to get what we needed from that space and i think it was better than just like a shitty white room Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of stuff in there and it you know it looked a little more interesting but it was still tough yep and another thing that made it a little tough was it was out of the city so physically transporting people there yeah housing them getting them out of there um, but it was right by the train that was nice yeah it was pretty close to a train um it still was not the easiest location for transportation it wasn't the hardest either but well even my studio was like in the middle of nowhere yeah that was kind of a little easier though because we had very limited cast and crew there like we had a party at this apartment yeah so, so a lot of people had to show up. yeah so that's what made it difficult uh just in coordination yeah I remember I walked there in the morning. Really? Yeah. From the train? No, from my house. Really? Yeah, the day we shot Dude, there. why? I had the camera, and I woke up, because it's not that far from my house. Mm-hmm. It's uh, still kind of far. <laughs> it's not like that far. <laughs> um, so I, I, 
I no, I didn't walk from my house. I took the train to Marine. Yeah. And then there's a bridge that leads over the water, so I walked yeah. over and then just okay. walked there. But it was a really nice. I think like walking there in the morning kind of cleared my head. Yeah. But that was a that was a tough place to shoot. Totally. All right, moving on. The next location is the main character says, and this was the other hardest to shoot. Um, that, that was yeah. We talked about in the previous episode had wood paneled walls, so that looked quite nice. But it man, did. this place was tiny. Uh, but yeah, you take this one, the teeth. <laughs> the the nice thing was after we shot there, I remember Oliver said that place looked a lot bigger than it did when we shot yeah. there, which yeah. is a, it was a nice compliment because mm-hmm. we managed to to make it look like something. Um, not that it was like a piece of shit location. I I specifically said, oh, it's got like wood panel walls, which is really nice. It's yeah. Kind of interesting, a little more moody, which is kind of mm-hmm. the the feel that we were trying to achieve with his apartment. Mm-hmm. But low ceilings, no Very windows, yeah. so you, you couldn't light from windows because the, there weren't any. So. There, was, there was shit everywhere too. Yeah, and it we always were constantly moving things. Yeah, it was very tight, and it always looked like nighttime in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only time where you can tell it's day is when the front door opens. <laughs> so we, you know, we did that a couple times to kind of establish that it wasn't like midnight <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, so with the location like that, you've got to. You've got to know how many people are, are going to be on set and how much gear you're bringing and and know where you're going to put everything. Yeah. Um, Luckily, it did have a backyard, too, so we could... Stash stuff there. Yeah. And also, when we're saying, like, there's places in these places that we could stash our gear, if you're ever doing that, keep someone near the gear so it doesn't get stolen or misplaced or whatever. Yeah, and you yeah, always have, had a lookout. Have someone at watching. The gear. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like... It'll, People will just steal your C stands. Yeah. They're expensive too. You don't yeah. want that. Uh, yeah, and, and with that location, I think the the toughest thing is to make sure that you you can control at least what is in the shot because mm-hmm. it's so tight. Um, if it was like a super super huge location and you didn't have a production designer, it, it would it, you just kind of have to go with what you have. But because it's yeah. so tight, we can kind of move furniture, and yeah. we did a lot of like, you know. A lot of shit with like moving things around and yeah. pushing actors this way and that way to get like what we needed, but yeah. it took a day to shoot that, which was tough because there's a lot of scenes in there. Mm, a lot. And some stuff was easier than others, but again, it was with lights were always just off camera. Yep. And we had to move pretty fast, so we, we you know, we did a, like a limited number of takes with some things. Mm. Some things we took longer on, but some things it was like, we got one shot. Yeah, I remember it's like, there's a couple, yeah. It's like, we have a two shot, that's it. That's it, yeah. All right. It's no coverage. Guess we're doing a two shot. Um, and what helped was like having a hazer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used the hazer in other scenes, but I think for that scene. A lot scene, of them do. It helped for that scene because it just kind of like added a little layer of a layer of something over the, the room to make it look less like garbage. <laughs> Yep. So it, it adds a little texture to the image and, and makes it a little more interesting as opposed to if there wasn't any smoke in the room. Yeah. But you got to use it like, you know, pretty generously. You can't just like smoke machine. Like <laughs> you, you blast it and then let it sit until it kind of yeah. clears. Also a tip for hazers, go to music stores. You'll get them for a lot cheaper than movie rental houses yeah. and make sure they're water-based because then you're not going to set off the smoke alarms. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's important. And yeah, this apartment we shot there because it was one of my buddies. He said we could use it for a day. Uh, it was free. It had not white walls. Yeah. And that's why we shot there. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving on. What's the next location we go to? Um, we shot at that cafe. The um, restaurant would be next, right? Yeah, we shot at the restaurant. So yeah. Okay, so we shot at the restaurant, and this was another dual location restaurant. Three. Yeah, yeah three. Yeah, so basically... We shot this place called the Rise Eatery in Vancouver, and yeah. they were really, really nice. Great um, looking place too. Great looking place. One of the biggest advantages was it's kind of divided by a wall down the middle lengthwise, and the left part of it looks completely different than the right part of it. Yeah. There's also a back balcony, so we knew we had something. floor. The scene where they're getting drinks. Oh yeah. So we used it as four locations. Yeah. So. Yeah, there where there, there's a restaurant. There's a bar. There's a back deck. There's the alley. Mm-hmm. Um, we shot there because we knew each one of those had a very distinct look. We could fake them into other locations. They would let us shoot there. They did charge money. Yeah. Um, when all said and done... It's pretty good for what... Yeah, yeah, because we managed to get that many locations, air quotes out of it, it was definitely worth the money. But And, and it, one of the actors worked there. Yeah, we got hooked up by one of the actors. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I, I think the the thing that helped was we shot at different times of day. Yeah, so we went in at like 5 p.m. And in Vancouver, during the summer, the sun sets at like 9, 30, 10. Yeah. So we went in at 5.30 or 5, and we could mask that to be daytime because the sun's still super high up in the air. Yeah. And then during sunset, we went out to the back patio to shoot kind of a becoming nighttime scene and then we went to the other side of the restaurant which would be the bar yeah. and we shot at night and then we went to the alley after that to shoot like midnight kind of stuff yeah I think that location was one that we went and we talked a lot about how we were going to do it yeah and we got pretty damn close to what we talked about I think oh yeah, yeah. Um, and even the I, I even remember the scene on the bal- on the balcony in the back we're talking about oh the sun's going to set here and kind of come through and the light's going to yeah. in this way and we literally kind of did the same thing mm-hmm. so we changed the shot a little because we had to adjust the frame but we got exactly that moment mm-hmm. I think the toughest thing about that location was during the day scene the wide shot looking out the window yeah that's everything was perfect um, but the one problem was and I, I obviously I didn't anticipate this and something that, that I should have thought of ahead of time but the sun was setting behind the restaurant, mm-hmm. so kind of on top of it, but it's going to blast the street that's outside the windows. Yeah. And there's just this, like this huge, like, you know, like... White building? Yeah, it's kind of like this grayish building that's just reflecting this giant light back into the <laughs> restaurant. And I'm like, holy shit. And at that point, we didn't have a lot of stuff, so like the only thing I could do is like try to save the, the values of the actors' faces. Mm. And, and just kind of like eat a little bit of shit in the highlights. Yeah. And we managed to make it work, but mm-hmm. again, it's like one of those things that you, you, you can't really do anything about and have to know how to, how to take it when you yeah. when you get it. But aside from that, everything we shot at that place turned out really nice. Yeah. Another difficult part was we had to work fast. Yeah. We had that place from five p.m. to midnight, so we had seven hours hours to make a lot of four locations and six scenes yeah I think so it was 
it was go time it was as funny. soon as we showed up there. Um, but yeah, it worked out great in the end. Uh, and that's why we shot there. Yeah. And then what's the next new one we go to after that? Gym. Yeah, the gym. We got yeah. there and we had two hours, right? Yeah, so the gym is the gym I went to. I got to know some of the people there and they said, yeah, it's cool. Shoot here. Uh, we had two hours in the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, it was free, which shout out to Spartacus Gym in Vancouver. You're awesome. Very nice. Uh, we had two hours in there and the first hour and 15 minutes were spent blowing the breakers with the HMI because <laughs> it's so old. Yeah. It the, couldn't handle the power. Because the HMI, you can power with house power. Yeah. It's 1.2k, so most most places can handle that. But this old-ass gym, we didn't know what the circuitry or anything was like. Mm. So, you know, you plug it into a wall and then like 10 minutes Brrr. later, it's like... <laughs> so eventually we, we got some extensions and talked to the owner and found like the right outlet. It took a lot of trial and error, though. Yeah. A I lot. think about like four times it went out. Yep. And then finally we managed to get it and we shot everything we needed. Crazy fast. Um, like the total runtime of the gym in the movie is probably four or five minutes. Yeah, it's pretty long. And we shot all that in 45 minutes. Yeah, and, and the tough the tough thing is like we're fighting for time, but we, the setup was pretty simple. So we got it lit pretty quickly and, and as soon as the the actors got ready and changed their costumes because we, we had to change them for the scene. Yeah, there's a lot of costume changes. Um, we managed to shoot everything really, really fast. So yeah. I think uh, it's just a matter of like prep. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And that one was one that we scouted as well. We did, yeah. Yeah. Which... And it was the same game plan for lighting. It's like, oh, we'll use this window. And then we did. Yeah. And we're good which to go. turned out really well. All right, so then the next location would be the fair. Slash night market. P and E. This was Gorilla AF. Yeah. Um, I remember this was what we talked the most about out of any scene because it was one of the earliest scenes we knew was going to be in the movie. Yeah. And we knew we really had to talk about it. Uh, we technically did not break their rules. No. We did not bring any cameras. We were not allowed to bring, as it says on their site, you can bring cameras as long as they're not. I can't remember how they worded it, but super professional or whatever. It was a pretty small camera. Yeah, we had a small camera, a uh, couple of labs, no booms, anything. We hid the, the sound equipment in a backpack. Yes. And I remember we thought so hard, we're like, we're going to get searched, they're going to take our stuff. He was locked in. <laughs> yeah, it was like, hey, I was going, going in. Oh. Okay. Sure. They're like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right. So then, yeah, we just went around. There was a couple scenes with dialogue, which we had to choose our Location. spots carefully yeah. mostly for sound yeah um and then the rest of the time we were like they just have some fun because the part, freestyling yeah. yeah the part in the movie is the two characters bonding over being at the fair so yeah just go do some fun stuff and capture it yeah like i i think it was kind of like looking around and like that looks fun and we go do that yeah and like the glass the glass maze thing and they get onto this one little ride and we just film as much as we could yeah. um, and then we mix that with another location seamlessly I think that no one could really tell and that was yeah. the night market totally that was way easier we just walked in yeah <laughs> and with the night market it's like they have carnival games and stuff we didn't even have sound then did we no no just camera oh wow we didn't have sound for that no the that sound turned out really well huh it was a good thing I captured that. Yeah, totally. Well, so yeah, if we were yeah. shooting on a red, 
We would have got nothing. Yeah, no audio. Another reason not to shoot on the red. That turned out nice. Yeah, um, for that the night market, we just blended it with the fair, but we wanted to really get in there and like have them play carnival games and run around, and mm-hmm. and we were able to do that with that scene. So I think it's kind of like knowing what you can get away with. Yeah. With the fair, the the value was like there's these rides and it looks just so big. Mm-hmm. So like that's gonna look great. Yeah. But the night market itself kind of looks busy and stuff too. But mm-hmm. you can kind of have more freedom because there's not as much security and stuff there Um, so I think taking advantage of what you can get from both of those and making it work as one location works because no one could tell it was different and another important thing to think about was we thought a lot about who's going to this and the fair it was we were very clear me, Latif two actors that's it we're not bringing a whole crew or sorry and Derek he came to the fair the sound guy um, we're not bringing anyone else and I told them from the beginning no one else is coming yeah. I don't care if you want to come you're not coming yeah. so we did their makeup just went there for the day yeah. uh, kind of risky in the sense that you don't have any makeup touch ups or anything like that yeah. but not the end of the world and then for the night market same thing it was me Latif two actors no sound for that one because uh, you don't want to have a big footprint and attract a lot of attention there was a couple times in the fair people were like really starting to look at us mostly during a dialogue scene we're like okay we've really got to film this and get out of here yeah I mean we filmed that dialogue scene twice yep two different locations because the first one didn't really work look. out yeah. yeah so the second one was better and we managed using that in the movie but mm-hmm. you know it took a couple tries to to find everything we needed but I think we did a pretty good job for the time we had because we're, we're yeah. only there for like half a day right yeah I think it was only open for four hours and we did three three and a half yeah yeah. yeah. It turned out great. The next location was that ice cream cart, huh? Yeah, so there was uh, an ice cream cart, and it's more of like an intro to a scene, but still it worked. Uh, our first idea, Oliver, works for... Ernest Ice Cream. Ernest Ice Cream. Great company. Yeah, and we needed a food cart of some kind. We were having a lot of hard times getting one, and then he was like, oh man, maybe we can use the work truck. Talk to his boss, and it was all good. Yeah. So we shot there. Very simple setup. Like Yeah, they're just standing in front of an ice cream cart. Just talking. <laughs> and then having a conversation. But I mm. think with that, you could run into some trouble and in that you could pick the wrong spot to park it. Yeah. Um, so we, we put it like right in front of the ice cream store, which is kind of like a few blocks into like a side road, so there isn't a lot yeah. of traffic. Not a whole lot of noise. And the sun was kind of backlighting the cart, so I'm like, perfect mm-hmm. time of day. Let's yep. put the actors there and we'll get everything in. Initially, we shot coverage, which was the tough part. Yeah, didn't really work out. And we just ended up playing it in the wide shot, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then that leads into the furniture store, which is yeah. very interesting. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we ended up going to the place we did. Cause Me it, too. It made it so it looks much great. easier. Um, so what originally had happened was we had found another furniture store. And the day before we were shooting there... I got an email from the guy, and he's like, Hey, man, so uh, a pipe burst, and my entire store flooded. Yeah. You can't shoot here. Great. I think we had, what, like, eight hours to find a new furniture store or something? Yeah, we were just looking around, and I I mentioned to one of the producers that there's a bunch of furniture stores in Richmond that are just sitting around. And they Empty. barely have people. Yeah. So I'm like, if you call one of them, I'm sure someone's going to be like, sure, come mm-hmm. and shoot. And that's what ended up happening. Yeah. We just, one of our producers, Jen Rep, 
called every furniture store in Vancouver. Hey, this is what I'm doing. We need a furniture store for, what, two hours or something? Can we shoot here? Yeah. And eventually one of them said yes. She picked a great one, too, because that was like a really big location. Mm-hmm. It looked like a department store. And, yeah. And it kind of uh, fit the purpose of that scene. Mm-hmm. So we, we shot there, and it was pretty close to our next location, which ended up being even better. Yeah. Because totally. the beach was like 20 minutes away by car. Yep. So... It was a good halfway from like home base to the the next location. Yeah. Uh, furniture store was free. Yeah. And they let us shoot there pro bono, which was awesome. Uh, we did have to move quick. I think we only had like an hour and a half in there or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we knew what we needed, and it wasn't the biggest scene, so we got in, we got out, done. Yeah. Um, and then the next location would be the beach, which we've talked about quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I own a beach right near in Richmond, right? In Richmond. Yeah. It's right by the airport. Uh, we'd been wanting to shoot something here forever. So when we knew there was going to be a beach sequence in this movie. Recommended this place. And yeah. We went there for a scout one day. Mm-hmm. We just took a walk, a walk along the water and it was like beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the only problem was it's right by the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So sound ended up being difficult, but we knew it was isolated enough we could get away with shooting there, even though the RCMP did show up, but didn't show us sound. No. Um, we knew we could get away with shooting there. We knew when the sun was going to be where. We knew what spot, spot of the beach would have no one and where we wanted to shoot. Yeah. Uh, we knew we could get away with it, basically. Yeah. The downside of it was it was quite far away, but it was worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. And since it's public and we did get permits, it was free. Yeah. 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 So we shot two scenes at the beach. <laughs> yep. One was like a daytime wedding scene mm. and one was like a, a sunsetty beach day. Mm-hmm. So we ended up using that location for the whole day and, and got all those scenes. But I think uh, for the first part, we're kind of near the entrance of the beach. And yeah. for the sunset part, we walked quite a, a, a maybe like a 15 minute walk down mm-hmm. with all the crew and stuff so it was, you know, it was a little bit of work but it ended up working really nicely yeah it was worth it alright uh, what's the next location coffee shop yeah alright so we shot at a coffee shop called Chance Cafe uh, on Commercial Drive right by your place right by my place um, how that came about was I was writing this scene and I had this coffee shop, Chance Cafe, in mind. So I just walked in there. I was like, hey, who's the owner? And it was this nice nice woman. I said, hey, I'm a filmmaker. And I wrote a new script that we're going to shoot. And I kind of imagined shooting it here. Any interest in letting us shoot here? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We did pay her a little bit of money. She was very generous and not taking much. Uh, we had the place for... Yeah. Three, four? Yeah. Yeah. It's only one scene that happens there. Very dialogue heavy. Um, but yeah, we ha- went in there. We scouted it again. Like, after she said yes, I brought the teeth by. Took a look. Yeah, we figured out where we would shoot before we were there on the day. Uh, we knew it was pretty close to my place, which was awesome, so we could just bring a little bit of gear and walk there. Uh, people could stay back and, like, make lunch or whatever if they yeah. wanted to. Um 
had everything we needed in terms of power, no blowing any uh, circuits. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think the... A lot of windows. Well, we didn't use any lights there. Do we not? No. Just a fusion? No, we used one Kino, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we used one Kino. Um, didn't we put the HMI outside? No, we didn't. Really? Well, I looked at where the sun was, and it kind of oh, blinded perfectly, yeah. and I was like, ugh. Perfect. Mm. Screw the H my throat with a silk. Yeah. And put it back, you know, this much, and we'll use that to light the scene. And we did. Yeah. You know, the sun dipped a little during one part of the scene, but we, mm-hmm. we ended up. It was okay. Bypassing that issue. Yep. Um, but we had one Kino flow up to add a little fill, and had a hazer, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And that's all we did for that scene. And it, it's a small space, but not. Um, ugly looking mm-hmm. like again it's got like these wooden walls and kind of like darker feel to it so when you yeah. light it the bounce the light doesn't bounce everywhere it, it, mm-hmm. it's more controlled so it looked a little more polished so the location ended up, ended up being really nice for us yeah yeah, yeah. okay what would the next location be man we had a lot of locations for eight days holy crap um we had the cab the car. Yeah, the van for the cab. Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was basically just like a passenger van. Like. Yeah, it was like an eight or seven-seater passenger van. But what made it difficult was we had five people, actors, in the scene. Talking to each other. And then there was only two se- other seats left. So it would have to be a cameraman, and, and a driver. it was under my name, so I had to drive. Yeah. And I had to drive and direct at the same time. <laughs> so you're kind of looking in the rear view. As much as I could, which wasn't a lot. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but it was only for the wide shots. Yeah, that's true. Because we, we wanted to... It was difficult with what we had to make it look like the car was moving, so we just <laughs> drove the car yeah. and, did, and covered the whole scene in the wide. But then we parked the car and shot all the close-ups while the car was not moving. And it cuts together really nicely with the sound. And, yeah. And it's... Sound design was huge for that. Yeah, it's hard to tell that the car isn't moving um, in the close-ups. But everyone shoots cars like that, so it, it would be kind of dumb if we decided to do it that way. We only did yeah. it for the Y because it would be impossible to fake that. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else? And that was a car share, so yeah. it, it wasn't free, but it was pretty know, cheap. Like 50 bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, what else? Shot at the uh, community center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, we shot... There's just one scene there. Yeah. That was pretty... I remember we went to that community center a bunch of times, and we're just we looking at different spots. Lot. And then eventually... We said we're gonna shoot it like down the road on like the street, mm-hmm. and I just, I remember just walking around the community center by myself one day and be like, yeah. "Oh, this is kind of cool." Yeah, it was just naturally lit beautifully. Yeah, like there's just like these pillars, and they all have like a lamp on top of them, mm-hmm. and between the lamps there's some contrast, and it creates like this interesting looking visual. Yeah. So we had the actors walk in on the wide shot in this kind of picturesque yeah. looking um, shot, and on the close-ups we could. What we did was we flagged the light from the lamppost, which mm. looks kind of ugly, and we put it in our own light yep. and lit it that way, so it looked 
a little nicer, but it ended up being a very beautiful scene, but very simple. Yeah, very, very simple. Yeah. Very beautiful. That one was free. Shot at nighttime. Yeah, free because we could really shot it and yeah. Yeah, no issues. Nope. No. Uh, I think that might be everything. All the locations? Off the top of my head. Can you think of anything else? Um, no. I think that's everything. Oh, well, we shot in the Sky Train. Yeah, but that just walk on and shoot for a couple minutes. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like, we just did a close up on the character's face. I was riding the train. That was pretty simple. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some B roll stuff, but that's kind of, you could just pick it up whenever. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, when all is said and done, a lot of these locations were people we knew just letting us shoot at their houses, or we just went to the location and said, hey, this is what's up. And for the amount of locations we got, it was so far from 100%. It wasn't everyone we went into said, yeah, sure, you can shoot here. There's a lot of rejection. We spent a lot of time on the phone, no emails coming back, that kind of stuff. But perseverance. Yeah, and one fell through, and we got lucky with finding another one, so... Yeah. It's not always going to be super easy, but the grace is that we never lost a day. Yeah. Because of location. We totally. managed to get everything we needed. Yep. So, planning, scouting... Yeah. And then getting permission sometimes. Yeah. And as far as budget goes, I think locations took about 10% of the budget. It's very small. Yeah. A lot which, of times it's more than that. Yeah, which is not bad at all, but, I mean... We gorilla shot so much. Yeah. So if we were to pay for all of those, it would have been Maybe 500 the, times. We paid for the fair entrance. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> but true. to shoot at the fair for one day, it costs five grand. Yeah. Which is like... Uh, and we paid different. like 50 bucks. Yes. So <laughs> 10% or 1% of the actual cost. So. Yeah. It worked out. So yeah, bottom line with locations, like, you got to have patience. You got to keep trying. You're going to get rejected a lot. You got to scout a lot. And sometimes, like, what we didn't even get into is we would find a location, go there, and be like, this isn't good enough. We yeah. can't shoot here. And you're going to get a lot of that, too. Yeah, because not everything is going to work. Sometimes, yeah. even if you get something for free, you have to be like, does this place suck? And if it does, then don't shoot there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our, our location marathon. Yeah. If there's anything we didn't hit location-wise to, like, things you want to know, send a, send us a message and we'll, we'll talk about that thing. Sure. Yeah. So, until next time, this is Filmcraft. I'm Matt Ralston. Who Latif. are you? Latif what? Are you, like, Cher? You only have one name? No. <laughs> I think people, people should know my last name. No? No. I have a fear of people knowing my last name. That is a very specific fear. Yeah, I also have a fear of toilets. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. I know. It's hard <laughs> to live. Yeah, it's Filmcraft, and brought to you by Pippa, P-I-P-P-A.io, podcast hosting service. That's cheap and awesome. We'll see you guys from Ireland. Yeah, this is the last podcast we're going to record together in Vancouver for a while. Oh, Matt, we'll see you from Ireland. I guess I'll still be here. Yeah. But it'll still be cool. Totally cool. Cool.